The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? So we're having a Gibson, and I'm not certain, because we've made so many cocktails, that I think when we first had a Gibson, we used gin in a couple different ways with gin. But this time we looked up a vodka Gibson, so we're going to try that. And so it's pretty easy. It's just like you're making a martini, basically. Fill your mixer tin with ice, and then we're making two doubles. So eight ounces of vodka and two ounces of dry vermouth. So much more vermouth, but I think it's because vodka is so clean. It doesn't have a lot of flavor. And then stir it forever, you know, basically. And then put a cocktail onion in the bottom and pour the cocktail over it. Serve it in a cold, cold glass. Cheers. Cheers to you. Has no aroma at all. Very serviceable. Yeah, it is. It's actually dangerous because you could just drink it like water. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, you could drink it like water. <laughs> the Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder dot app. So we have our old friend Fraser back. Yay! This is a Canadian sex artist, let's call it. Yeah, so Fraser, of content. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be here. So I understand you're doing something interesting with porn. So tell us what you're up to. Well, I was thinking a lot about the adult content industry last year, and then I just kind of decided, you know, I'd have to get uh, have to get my hands dirty if I really wanted to understand it. And I've always loved making adult content. I just haven't done it professionally, and so I decided, you know, I need to figure out what what does my adult content look like. And I'm not sure if anybody's listened to my previous guest spots on here. I'm a fairly strange man. And so I'm not really sure where the idea started, but where it got to is I write erotic stories and then I dress my penis as the main character of that story. And then I narrate the story over a video of myself slowly seducing my own penis, who is in this case, the main character of the story. 
who is in an elaborate costume. And it's been it's been a very interesting couple of months, I'll say that. I am way excited about this, <laughs> actually. This is like major scale puppetry of the penis. I mean, this yeah. is excellent. It is, and you know what? You're not the first person to call it puppetry of the penis. That's I think that's the the term that everyone jumps to right away. Well, there were those guys. I think they were English. They were on Broadway. Oh, were they on Broadway? Yeah. And they did this this whole sort of two person Broadway show with their penises, but they and were the doing balls. That, I and mean, the balls. They, Lots they of were ball pulling. Ball yeah. wrapping pulling. I mean, I know this is not a video pod, so we can't actually demonstrate what you're doing. So try and explain to us. Like, give us walk us through a scene. Through a scene. Well, uh, I'm big on special effects, so we usually. I'm also a videographer by trade, so it's obnoxiously high quality. And so we'll we'll fade into the intro of the story, and my penis is going to be... When I say dressed up, I don't mean like I put a little hat on it or something. I mean, it's dressed to the nines. Um, I have some really elegant little ball gowns for... Uh, for the female characters, I have miniature tuxedos. Wait, 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 I'm losing her. Oh my god! She's, she's howling with oh laughter. <laughs> you just put a little hat on my penis. <laughs> no, it's it's so much more than little hats. I mean, little hats are a big part of it, but it's so oh much more than that. God. Now I have to see what this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we fade in. I use a lot of uh, a lot of smoke. I mean, who doesn't like smoke? It's very cinematic. A lot of it is in slow motion. And then you hear my voice come in. I start narrating the story. We start to get into what's going on in that chapter. And, you know, usually about halfway through, the seduction begins because every chapter ends with a climax. And so halfway through, I will start very delicately undressing my own penis in time with what's happening uh, in the story, what's happening to the main character. I just... <laughs> so it's penis seduction. Penis striptease. <laughs> It's so brilliant. I can't even, I can't even. Oh my God. It's brilliant. <laughs> Honestly, it's been a ton of fun. I want to I... know, when you say I dress my penis, <laughs> I want to know what that actually means. Because like, do you have a little bow tie and a little jacket? Or like, is it more like just you wrap it in some cloth? I don't know. No, it's the costumes. Okay, the costumes were the hardest part to source throughout all of this but they are the most fun. I have a little box of accessories. So I have hats and dresses because there's two main storylines. One is a male character and one is a female character. How does that work? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) most of the clothes I'm finding are doll's clothes that I have to then alter and size correctly for my penis. (laughs) So it's a a lot more accessible to get female doll's clothes. I am totally going to make things for your penis. I am going to make costumes for your penis. Yeah, because I so. Oh my god! I I have actually been looking for someone to custom make some pieces, so that would be that would be fantastic. We'll talk after. Talk to me, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so so give us an example of a storyline. Of a storyline. So I've written two main storylines. One episode comes out every month, so there's they're both twelve episodes long, and the first one is the main character's name is Hans, and it's set in Berlin, and he's sort of a sort of a burnout DJ. He works in nightclubs, but his family is very wealthy and he's sort of running away from that. And so we kind of follow his journey. It's supposed to be roughly analogous to maybe a stereotypical man who feels very masculine and wants to be in control. And I watched a lot of those men, I think, from my early 20s. I watched them kind of grow up and learn about their sexuality and then realize maybe they don't want to be in control. Maybe they're actually quite submissive and maybe they're not entirely straight and they can sort of still experience their masculinity in that through submission. And so Hans 
he gets a, a job DJing for a very mysterious corporation, and uh, and through that he uh, he learns a lot more about himself. Okay, so I'm trying to imagine your one actor act. So are you doing multiple like takes yeah, to have different editing. scenes and actors? He's in Germany during the war. I mean, that's like a particular sort of look. And then later, <laughs> you know, I'm just, just trying to imagine how this he works. didn't say war. Oh, he didn't say war. <laughs> No, no. the The timeline is ambiguous. It's roughly like late eighties, early nineties. Okay. He's a DJ. Well, well, I don't know. DJ did, did you ever Did you ever go to Berlin in the eighties? It was like Sex in the City. Was like I city. was not. Uh, I wasn't born in the eighties, but I haven't. I haven't been to Berlin, unfortunately. <laughs> oh my god, it's so perfect. Yeah. So, how um, many costume changes does a particular Well, that all depends on the scene, really. Sometimes we can get it all in one take. If it's sort of set in, like, say, the first scene is in his apartment, uh, that one was really easy. In some other ones, there's like a dream sequence. And so that's an entirely different setup for lighting and colors and costumes. So So, so here's the question. Okay, so you just said that one was in his apartment. You have a penis. It's attached to you. How do you put it in his apartment? Well, we're working on the set building. Some imagination is necessary. And I am, I'm telling the story as we go. I'm describing the setting. So I do have someone right now, actually, I just got a shipment of it last week, uh, creating teeny tiny furniture, um, oh penis sized furniture so that when he's in an apartment, I can have a kitchen table next to him. Um, but, you know, that's a work in progress. That is amazing. I mean, oh my God, they're going to Barbie's dream house. It's going to be, what, what is this have a name? <laughs> exactly. That's, I mean, that's the vibe I want to go for eventually, like Barbie's dream house kind of level of realism, but with my penis. I know the penis is yours, but the penis now has its own career. So <laughs> there's the actor penis in the porn that you're doing the, or the storylines, that kind of thing. And, but then what is the penis as actor? What is the penis's name? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Patrick, you are the first one to ask that. After six months of doing this, I'm so glad you asked because oh nobody ever God, asks that. Because there, you're right. There are two storylines. So he he plays Hans in one storyline. He plays Lady Violet in another storyline. But that's not who he is. He's an actor. He's on the stage. Yeah. Thank you for asking. His name is Beau Delacroix. Oh, that's oh my God, that's brilliant. This is so funny. This is the funniest thing, but I can see it. I can totally see it. <laughs> oh my and so, God, when it's so when it's finished, do you do you show it on YouTube? Or how do you how do you distribute it? So far, I have it on Twitter, and then I also have an OnlyFans account set up. Okay, great. All right, and how's the reception been so far? It has been fantastic. It's been really, really, really cool. Nobody. I mean, this, the whole, you know, storytelling with my penis and dress up thing, it's not for everyone, but I haven't had a single bad review. People are excited by it. Some people are more into it than others. I do some regular videos as well, just sort of high quality solo male masturbation so that it's not just the dress up stuff. Um, but yeah, it's been really, really cool so far just to be able to connect with people over something that I'm, I'm having so much fun doing and like create my own little, little space for kind of sexual positivity. When you were a kid, did you play with your penis with a story time context? You know, I don't think I did. I'm not sure if any of this really reaches back to my childhood, but I've always been, actually, my partner asked me just a a month or so ago, they said, you know, when it comes to sex, are you more visual or more tactile? And I said, I don't think I'm really either. I think it's more emotional for me. Like I want to 
I want to be excited. I want to be invested. I want to be intrigued. So I've been doing the storytelling aspect for quite a while. And honestly, how that came together with dressing up my penis, I couldn't tell you. I'm, it was just a very strange couple of months. And that's what I came out the other side with. But storytelling has always been something I really love. Were illegal substances involved in your creative <laughs> process? You know, that's the strangest thing. I got sober about four months before I had this idea. So this is just pure me. Like, I can't even blame it on on drugs or alcohol. I would love to have a reason for having such a strange idea and spending so much time <laughs> well, and money on it. But, there's uh, no reason. There, there's no reason. Actually in, fact, in fact, you should be unreasonable about it, as yeah. in not have any reasons for it. It's just what you're doing, and it's exciting and interesting and different and weird and kind of quirky, but it's, oh, it's so unique. It's really clever. I, I think it's amazing because I mean, I've it's been what a, I've been is in, needed. Yeah, I've been involved in adult sexuality as a consumer my whole life. I've never heard anything like this. But what's great is it hits, for me, when I'm thinking of the kind of people, what kind of people would listen to this, you know, yeah. or watch this, it definitely hits all these other phases of sexuality that people now just recently are starting to express. So yeah. I just think, hmm. Well, I think the puppetry of the penis experience gave people an appreciation Context. that you could look at a penis differently, not just as a thing to insert the vagina or, or oh, yeah, or yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So, so you actually have like some precedent in theater penis puppetry. Oh, and then I thought, well, in the future there has to be a puss- pussy, su- pussy, where if you have the person lay sideways and put the stick on it. That's fine. You know, I have had um, a couple of guests on the show, um, and we've 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 talked about having a, a character played by a vagina. Um, I mean, everything in good time, right? But yeah, it's definitely something we're thinking about right now. When I have guests on, I call them guest hands because oh there will be <laughs> there will be a because obviously my hand is the one doing the seducing, so my hand is playing. You know, whoever is opposite so uh, Bo, Bo in the storyline. What's your hands? What's your hands? Actor's stage name. <laughs> well, my hand doesn't really have one, just because I feel like people aren't really that invested in my hand so much as they are the <laughs> penis. But whenever I have a, a prominent character in the story, in the there there will be more body parts up you're up against for like awards. Yes, and you're the supporting actor. <laughs> it be recognized because it doesn't always work with just the main actor just standing there all excited with and supporting I mean honestly it wouldn't be a show without the supporting actor this is I can't even tell you how brilliant this is it's like oh my god you could go in so many different ways with this so uh, now when you say I'm seducing so what you're effectively doing is bringing yourself to erection yeah well just to have the costume on I have to be fully erect um, already no <laughs> but I am, I'm, I'm bringing myself to orgasm throughout the, throughout the program. But I do have to be fully erect already just to keep the costume where it needs to be. <laughs> Can you imagine the costume's like, oh, it's starting to fall. Okay, break. <laughs> Need a fluffer. Fluffer. So when you say seduction, like, describe what that means. Well, it really depends what's in the uh, in the in the storyline, right? I try to get as creative as I can with like little props here and there, or like if it's raining, I use water. But really. I'm, I mean, there's a fair bit of imagination involved, don't get me wrong, because I'm d- describing two human beings having, you know, an intimate sexual encounter, and then I'm sort of acting that out with 
my right hand and my penis. But I do try to keep the tone similar. So as things ramp up, I get a little more aggressive with myself. Um, oh my or if, I mean, if that's not the tone of the... You can have action penis too. You can have action penis. Eventually, like some kind of, um, I don't know, Stunt Santa... Penis. Stunt penis. Stunt penis. <laughs> or a... oh, God. oh, wow. I, I have actually thought of having other penises on the show. I'm thinking of all the time periods he could do with that penis. Yeah. And then, I mean, just like see. Penis different... through the ages. Oh my God. 1750s penis. I'm not kidding. This is like a cult thing. This could be, <laughs> you, you have to get on Patreon too. You have to do some kind of subscription for people where they get to see a mini clip of the main one or something. I don't know. You've got some, you're onto something here. I actually looked into Patreon, but they won't allow me just because I think I'm allowed to have an erection on Patreon, but I'm not allowed to touch it. Oh, we will. I believe that. Touch it. Well, that's why OnlyFans <laughs> probably works. But yeah, I think. But only you can. But you can. Works. You can do a clip on Patreon of a non, you know, just like a little sort of vignette, or even just stills, and people. Oh yeah. And then people could Navigate potentially TV like or... contribute, and then they get access to a video that you have hosted maybe on OnlyFans or somewhere else with a code or something. Very true. That makes sense because there's a lot more traffic on Patreon in the mainstream. Yeah, yeah. And, and people love it because it seems neutral, and then people can find things like this. I mean, yeah. you know, that's the reality. Mm, yeah. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm. I. I think he can. I, this is endless. It is. Yeah. You can have like music, penis music. Oh yeah. I actually, I've been speaking to uh, uh, an artist in town. We're going to get together at the end of August to talk about writing a theme song uh, for the show. I want to know if your penis is going to be present for that conversation. Well, I mean, he's going to have a lot of input. Just, I mean, he's the one who has to, who has to act to it, right? You might have to get, what is that? Sotherbees or whatever? You might have to get your penis insured. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's not a, if this really takes off, that's not a bad idea. I'm laughing, but I'm really I, I, my mind is racing right now. This is, you know how, the uh, reason I'm more excited is because I remember when Saffron and I started this pod and we were trying to think like, what, where do we want the conversation to go? Like, what do we want? And we just equated it to our life at the time that, that we're on a journey exploring newly and we're open and we're willing to hear about all kinds of things, even if they're not things we're going to ever do or what, but that we are curious. Right. And so when you open yourself up to that as your topic, we can talk about anything. So we remember getting excited just like this going, oh my God, like anything. We can talk about anything. Right. And so when I think about your project, I think you can do it as satires Science for fiction. presidents. Oh my God. You can, you can, have, you can, you can go have, so many places with it. You can have the penis poetry series. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's actually been like a really fun way to bridge oh, the gap between. Book, like a coffee table book. Coffee table book. <laughs> Yeah. You know, okay, I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> I got a million of them going through my head right now. It has been a really cool way to bridge the gap between like sexuality and so many things like humor and laughter and, you know, poetry and art and sure. stuff. Because at the end of the day, it, this is pretty funny. I know it's not entirely serious and sexual. It is sometimes, but it's also hilarious, right? And that's the vibe that I wanted to bring to anything that I do with sexuality. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think it. I think that, you know, because it's so unique and because everyone who's certainly a, a male person or a cis male person or even a trans person who hasn't is pre-surgical has a penis. And then most of those people have relationships with people around that except a few, you know, 
certain people. However, it's, it's a commonality. You'll have a fan base of people sending you clips of their penis activity situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I mean, fingers crossed that I start a cult following. That would be yeah. the ideal dream to have people coming in with pictures of their own penis dressed up. That would be amazing. Yeah. Remember, remember you be that guy in Holland who does less penis ties. Yeah, I was totally thinking of that. His yeah. penis could go to a sex club and get, or meet a dominatrix for the evening or whatever. Yeah. And he could do two costumes, like yeah. the tight black leather costume yeah. or whatever. But then, <laughs> but then part of it could be like he gets tied up and then I'll he's in you. cock. He's in CB, you know, cock and ball torture, yeah. basically. But, but basically, these, he does. He does these, his elaborate ties. They're they're amazing. They're usually on some kind of blackboard or something like that, and they and they make the penises look amazing. Yeah. I'll really send do. you. I'll send you a link for that so you can check it. That would be excellent. Yeah, yeah that's it, very interesting. There may, be, there may really literally be something interesting you can do collaboratively with him because he's got all of these tools. It's and amazing. he designs everything. Yeah. Design. This is such a great idea, Fraser. I love. Thank you. It. Thank you. I'm. There were a lot of days when I didn't believe that, and I just was sitting in my apartment going. Is this crazy or is this okay? Yeah, but that's so, perfect, right? Because the fact that you have never seen it before tells you that it's like brand new, right? And mm-hmm. then the fact that, like you said, it makes you laugh, it gives you artistic expression, it's available in any genre, there's all sorts of interesting He could do different projects. languages. They could be all over the world. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could have a French penis meet yes. an English hand. <laughs> <laughs> places yeah <laughs> very cool okay so let's just say people listening to this are as tickled as we are and they want to know how to watch you what you've done so far how do they find you they can find me and a couple of teasers and all the links to my content on twitter at beau underscore delacroix b-e-a-u underscore d-e-l-a-c-r-o-i-x perfect perfect yeah, that's very cool. Anything else you want to add to this before we wrap it up? Um, I don't think so. I mean, that's that's where I'm at right now. And that's the most exciting thing that's happening in my life. It's very cool. Well, really appreciate you coming on and sharing. And I look forward to actually seeing what you're up to. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to send you guys some pictures. Yeah. I've always wanted to take her to the theater. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Have a good one. You too. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!